0: Is a boardwalk audio podcast. The Meat Improv.
1: Hello welcome to The Meat Improv. Me, Josh Simpson. Me, Jake DuBord. The Meat is, of course, the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true, meaty stories from their lives. And then we do long form improvisation inspired by those stories. What a treat. Uh, a today delight. today we have uh, two very special guests, uh, um, Rebecca Johnson.
0: Hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and James Eason. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah. So it's kind of funny. I, I guess I think I've told you to each of this <laughs> individually, but like you both were on different teams that I saw, like pretty much you're. You're on two of the first teams I saw at UCB. Oh, wow. In New York.
2: I didn't know that.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yours, you were, I think, like first or second. You did a late night show with a team called Possible Side Effects. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah,
2: that's my college group.
1: You're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was like that's one of the-
2: so
3: weird.
1: That was one of the first shows I ever saw at at UCB New York, I was like there for a weekend or something doing like a workshop with Betsy Stover. How
3: fun.
1: Uh, like a three hour thing for like a college. <laughs> trip. But then I remember seeing you guys and knowing that you were from, was it Rutgers?
2: No, Montclair State.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't get in into New Rutgers. Jersey.
2: That's in New Jersey. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to apply. My parents decided that Rutgers was too expensive and Montclair, which was like a thousand dollars less a year. <laughs> I was allowed to apply. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> I just knew it was Jersey something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, smart of them
4: to not even want you to get your like get accepted and get your hopes up of no. like I got accepted, I can go to Rutgers. No, I'm everywhere like, I no, wanted to go, like, cannot no.
2: afford it. Uh, yeah, smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got improv out of it, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, that was like I've seen. It was like a midnight show, I think. You yeah. said it was your college team.
2: Yeah, so my college group. So I started doing improv. Um, like in 1997 and we uh, performed together. I still perform with those guys. Now our group's called threat and uh, I perform with like three of them basically live out here. So we perform together sometimes and yeah, we started doing improv and then once UCB like became a thing that we knew about, then we all started taking classes and everything at UCB and went through there. But so at that time we were all in classes and most of us got on teams at that time. And so then they were so nice to give us a run on uh, midnight
5: On a Friday At <laughs> <And> your college <laughs> Yeah you know?
2: that's well, yeah, cool Because I mean We all went through the program yeah, So and really back cool. then It was a little easier To get an outside group To yeah. have a show Yeah And it was so fun I mean that's The awesome. show may or may not Have been good Some of that run <laughs> was great And some of it Was rough Because it was midnight <laughs> <Yeah>. You know
1: <laughs> I liked it Yeah it wasn't like A packed house No uh, But it was, a, it was a good show One of the
2: shows My parents brought Their pastor to <laughs> And I told everybody Not to to say anything offensive, and literally they like <laughs> raped Jesus on stage, like in oh, the show, no. and then that w- and like first of all, my parents should not have brought their pastor to a midnight show, yeah, yeah, at all. And uh-huh. our religion was pretty liberal, but. Not liberal that that's that's there's no religion that allows that yeah unless you're a
4: devil worshipper even <laughs> then I don't feel like the devil worshippers are like let's raise Jesus
1: <laughs> rape, they're not like I don't know
4: that seems extreme uh,
1: even
2: for that them. I, that's yeah. the only one when you said that you came to that I was like I hope it wasn't that one
1: it might have been I might have loved it show <laughs> uh,
2: but we were it you. was a fun group I love performing with them
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember it was kind of my first sense of like, oh, okay. Like, I think I might've seen the swarm beforehand or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you guys were later on and we were just there the whole night. We were just kind of
2: so drinking it in. Yeah. Cause the swarm would have been at like 10. I think so. And we did, um, we did we didn't do a Herald. We did 10 forms. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like that really helped because we just would make up a form or learn a form from a book or <laughs> hear about a form. And even though we were only 45 minutes from New York, we like just had our own little world. And so I felt like I really learned how to do long form, like on my own in that way. And then came into UCB with already like some performance experience. And that was helpful.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of uh, improv trivia when they were doing that run, if you saw the swarm, I was doing tech and lights for the swarm. <gasps> oh, really?
2: How funny. Wait, were yeah. you that, at that time? Yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah funny. Wow. I
4: was doing lights. I did lights for the swarm for a year and it was great. It was the best learning experience. <laughs> uh, they
2: were the best. My favorite, I mean, I know they still are my around. My
4: favorite swarm story is they hit a point where they were getting stuck or frustrated or something, but nobody had any time to really rehearse anymore. And so they got Kevin Dorf mm-hmm. to give them notes after every show. And he was in the booth with me. And at the time I was like, I didn't know Kevin at all. And so here's this like fierce persona in yeah. the, this tiny booth with me, but it was fantastic because you'd hear him giving the notes that he was going to give them, <laughs> like while we're in the booth and he would be like Just muttering them? Yeah, he'd be like, What are you doing? You're trying to you're trying to get a blackout line. You're trying to get a blackout line. Don't shoot for the blackout. Just let the blackout happen. That's the one I always remember. Yeah. And
2: now that's how James got his teaching style. <laughs> yeah. From watching
4: an angry Kevin Dorf mutter notes in a darkened black box theater. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Because he, he there was like four other things that he said that I used to have committed to memory. That's the one that stuck out was like, Don't shoot for the blackout.
1: Yeah. It's like You told Whoa. me that too. Did I? And I've now passed that on as I well. You yeah. said let it hit you like a brick wall.
4: Exactly. That's what he said. He yeah. said let it spring up like a brick wall.
1: Uh, Just
4: like someone should have told me that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always yeah. yeah, shop for the blackout. <laughs> if you'd
4: come earlier, you would have heard Kevin say that. If you'd sat <laughs> way in the back. <laughs> uh,
1: that's really funny. Yeah, and I saw them. I saw mother that weekend too. Were you on Saturdays? Yeah, we were on Saturdays. That makes sense. Ten. Yeah,
4: we did sleepover. That might have been oh, when we were still yeah. doing sleepover. Um, But we were up at ten or I ten thirty. You did the soundtrack,
1: yeah. So okay, I remember that pretty yeah. clearly because I was yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, I remember that show." So early two yeah. thousands. It was like two thousand five. Okay, yeah. so you
2: probably weren't doing swarms. I don't then. think.
4: Yeah, I'd stop by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yours possible. Did you do two possible side effect runs?
2: You know, it's so long ago. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: We did do a couple different runs. Yeah, but okay. the midnight was a specific. Like I just remember being like, "This is insane." But.
4: Yeah. Well, we used, I used to do a midnight show. Do you remember Cartoon Chaos?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Chaos. <laughs> uh,
4: Matt Besser had this idea in the 70s, there were cartoons that were like the Harlem Globe, the super Harlem Globetrotters. That I think was like the specific jumping off point. So it was like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon in the 70s where it was the Harlem Globetrotters but each of the players had a superpower. Like one guy had a magic, basically a magic Afro where he could pull out anything <laughs> that he needed at any time. So the, the idea was this will also date when this was show was created that Kathy Lee Gifford and Ricky Martin <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and an Android named Mojo and a talking Christmas tree, sappity tappity played by oh, John Jalen, oh, yeah. which he still does sometimes yeah, would go and try to fight
3: <laughs> crime. Tree. Yeah. He He did say that in his
2: one man show. It was so funny. Yeah, and
4: so there was like, and and John played with variations on this talking pine tree. Yeah, so it was like one time it was a little boy character who was had a paper route, and he was well, he was so aware that like paper came from trees, and it became this weird death. Cycle thing that he talked about He did it as a bonsai tree once Where he took the little bonsai tree that was in the theater And put it on a stool and was in the in the booth Talking on a microphone That's funny. What else did he do? He finally landed on Sappity Tappity Basically like Peter O'Toole from My Favorite Year um, And that's what stuck But yeah, we did that show And I was mojo and I had, wore an orange jumpsuit And painted my face orange John had a tree costume made And probably still the same one Green face, or whatever. Green face And we just did all of these crazy things and it was just like the worst show. i guess it's all
2: improv fans listening to this mm-hmm. so they know who we're talking about I
3: think <laughs> presumably yeah. yeah
4: and jason has played ricky martin oh yeah that's
3: right. yeah and danielle schneider
4: was uh kathy, kathy lee gifford wow <laughs> and then besser would keep trying to save the show by bringing like billy meriden to play a klingon or danielle schneider to play like a talking she did a about it she was like a talking dog or something and she had the dog costume was in the basement and she was doing that it was just a, <laughs> such a hot mess <laughs> such a hot mess uh,
1: yeah they do they want, i'm trying to think like do they still do stuff like that i guess they try to do, like do like weird midnight shows but the definitely not directed stuff, by it yeah the super weird <laughs> stuff
4: seems to have taken a real down <laughs> downturn i think you know,
2: like, t- stage time is just so precious that even a midnight show. I mean, I don't know how many I don't think they really do midnight shows that often, but even a midnight show would be like well, you're still trying to do something Yeah, it's good. a prime spot. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. dirtiest sketch that was like developed around that time. Yeah. And, you know, that's I think around still. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. I'm so out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so out but of like, it. But <laughs> like you
4: couldn't do you you wouldn't see like Robot TV get oh, any no. stage time now. But I only
2: remember they'd do Dell close marathons.
4: They used to that used to be a like a <laughs> regular weekly weekly show for oh brief periods God. of time, which was <laughs> Amazing! Like I saw it once, and I was just like, "This is so surreal." I kind of love it, but I'm not enjoying it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. There were a lot of. I've only had that that. explained to me. I've never seen that. Wasn't that like TV made by robots for for robots? robots, Yeah. Yeah. Like if like
4: so they got focused on Martin Landau, so they would (laughs) they would chant Landau for some reason, and they would edit things by saying one zero one zero 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 one 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 zero. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. It's great, so like Matt Walsh. It's a Matt
1: Walsh uh, so genius dumb. creation. Yeah, so dumb. Uh, I want to do. I, I would. I would watch Robot TV. Yeah, I would try Robot TV. Yeah, it, uh, was, it was something. Did uh, the Apple Sisters come out of that possible side effects group? Uh, well, sort of.
3: So
2: this guy Matt Donnelly, who uh-huh. is uh, one of my best friends from my improv group, he. Um, His girlfriend at the time, Sarah Lowe, they started dating. Her and I got along and we decided we were going to do a show together. Okay. And then Kimmy Gatewood and I were going to do a show together. And I was like, I can't possibly do two shows. (laughs) And so I introduced them and we came up with the Apple Sisters as like a show to do. And so it sort of came from because... I mean, it definitely came from like Sarah now is married to my best friend, Matt. So, um, but it came out of possible side effects and she like, I did a show with, um, Matt and this other guy, Jim Fistante, and the three of us are threat, the improv group that still performs occasionally. Um, but we did a sketch show and Sarah, when they were first dating, choreographed it. So that's how we kind of got to know Uh each other. Yeah. And then the Apple sisters became like the thing that I continued to really do. Yeah. And I left Matt and Jim in the dust,
4: <laughs> as it should be. This as is as the time should. to leave them yeah, yeah. behind. Good, good choice.
2: But he performs in Vegas still, and that's where they live. Sarah okay. and live in Vegas. Yeah.
1: Oh, that makes, I um, didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, how long did you do mother the soundtrack for? Mother was a Herald team, right? Mother was a Herald team. Um, and then you did the sleepover, and then we some. did the
4: sleepover, and then we did the soundtrack, and we had a regular saturday show for almost 8 or 9 years we were we were sort of on the herald night and then into like a regular slot until we got formed in 99 and we we then kind of all dispersed in 2008 were you on
2: the original okay. mother
4: <clears throat> i am a charter member of mother oh charter and the name was my idea oh never let him forget
2: it,
0: it never good, let yeah. him
4: forget it. Yeah, yeah yeah i never let him forget <laughs> we all got we all got together i think it was at the redwood Redwood Tavern, it was all of everybody in Mother and Armando, and he was like, you got to come up with a name, and so we all had like four or five names that we kept throwing out, and we kept like doing a round of votes, and the ones that would survive, we would then vote on again, and vote on again, and vote on again, and Mother just uh, was my my idea at the to <laughs> top, yeah. and uh, I think it was because of a couple of things, like the computer in Alien is named Mother, and then... <laughs> your mom it was something else yeah it was a tribute to my mom <laughs> um my mom is viola Spolin.
3: <laughs> it's a specific so, mother. yeah it's so yeah really yeah
4: um yeah and then there was i don't know there was something else that was mother i forget and i was just like oh i just like the that seems like a, such a cool name better than like i don't know Klingon rubber party or whatever. <laughs>
2: I, I was almost going to say uh, like a bad name, but it was a real team. <laughs>
4: like I'm not going
2: to call out some random out, team yeah, that yeah. was like yeah. there in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Don't throw them under the bus. Yeah. yeah. So we, we did shows for uh, like eight to 10 years, something like that. I mean, overall, like probably 10 years, but our weekend show was, I think, eight years, maybe nine, something like that. What was your
1: favorite form that you came up with? I always really liked the sleepover the best. Um yeah. well, How does it work exactly? So it's really,
4: it's very convoluted. Uh, to digress for a second, like the few times that I did a bit on Conan when uh-huh. I was in New York, he would come out, you would, you would rehearse it, and then he would come out after the lunch break and uh-huh. see the bits. And yeah. his notes on the bits were almost always the same. Make it shorter, tighten it up.
1: Yeah. So... I sleep- worked there for a while, you know.
4: Oh, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so rehearsal was my favorite part of that job because yeah. I could watch him kind of go, Zoop, yeah, and like really find the fun and stuff.
4: Yeah, awesome. and just get it down to its essence. And so ultimately, I think the 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 weakness of the sleepover form is that it's a little convoluted, but it was a real necessity for us at the time because we had when we were when when we were doing a Herald and it was working well everybody was throwing out ideas in a really great rhythm. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like watching like a basketball team pass the ball down the court. And then that one final assist for the dunk, I guess. Right. But then when it wasn't working, it would just be like, everybody's throwing balls to everybody else. And there's like nine balls on the court. And you're (laughs) just like, fuck, this is a mess. (laughs) Um, So the form came about as a way to slow people down so that they could not tag in. So <laughs> interesting, yeah. So who's
2: coaching you, Ari Armando. and Armando? Oh, Armando, no, Armando
4: coaches okay. helped us develop the the form, but at the same time, we were having almost everybody coach us for the Herald side. So we were doing two rehearsals a week. So one was developing the form, and the other was like regular Herald rehearsal. So it's a little bit. I I used to know it off the top of my head. I haven't done it in so long, but it's a little bit Laurent. It's a little bit deconstruction. It's a little bit one other thing, maybe Herald. I don't remember. Um, but the idea is, you get a suggestion and then. This is where it gets artsy fartsy, which I love, uh, <laughs> is that you use that to make, to generate a, a personal mantra Okay, so that you have a phrase, like a key phrase that is a thing inspired by the suggestion, which was words of advice, I believe. And so whatever that, that phrase was, you would stand, you know, the lights would fade and weird ambient music would play as a music bed, and then you'd step up and like, you know, this half light and you just say your mantra and then somebody else would come up and they'd repeat theirs and you'd give and take. And so it became this, you know, cacophony, cacophony ultimately. Yeah. But it would start out as like a mosaic of, of different things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I, I never wanted her to go. I never wanted her to go. And then, you know, like John Daly would always have something like hilarious. I mean, John's like, <laughs> put it
2: by- Yeah, I mean, it would be.
4: I literally saw. uh, I don't know how he does it. I literally saw John Daly get a laugh on stage by telling someone like, "Hang up the phone," and just like the way he said it, it brought the house down. I was like, "I'm never going to be that guy." I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. Um, So you'd all say these mantras, and then as as it kept going, as it became this cacophony, if you felt really connected to it, you would sort of stand your ground. Uh If you didn't, you'd finally just sort of go back to the back line until there were just two people and they would start their first scene. And you'd ideally be inspired by your mantra and you discover who you were to each other and all of that stuff. Then, Oh boy, I'm tired. Just describing it. Uh, (laughs) And then to edit the scene, you wouldn't do a sweep edit. You wouldn't tag, you wouldn't do anything. You would just come up from the back line and stand and be in like a frozen pose, ready to, to engage in some activity ideally. And so, Everybody populates the stage as their own little individual tableau. The two people go to the back line. One of those two people takes the initiative to then walk up to one of the people who is frozen. The person who is frozen gets to initiate the scene. So you don't even get to choose what you're initiating to somebody. You have to be open to them initiating to you. Interesting. And so then after that scene goes, the remaining people who haven't yet gone come up in that second person of the first scene then selects and gets initiated to, and then you kind of go, and that's where it's kind of laurent if you follow like strictly uh-huh. all the order, but it would be loose sometimes. So you're constantly going up to somebody. You don't know what the fuck they're going to say, and you just have to be ready. And you have to stay in your character the whole time and figure out really quickly how you know this person. And, uh-huh. you know, it could be any number of things that you see. And so you have to work really hard. And so what I really liked about all of that was like, I love all the, you know, I'm I'm now freely admitting how much I love artsy fartsy
1: stuff, and I, I do too. Though, you know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> love that. That's like, I like that soundtrack started from black and came up. Even that little touch was like, yeah,
4: very like you know theatrical. Um, and then once everybody had been introduced, then you could mix and match and tag in and tag out and do walk-ons and all of that stuff. Um, and it would generally happen. See, the scenes would happen sequentially. There typically weren't like time dashes back. Or anything like that. And so it was really like a piece of theater. We did it for a
2: little while. Here.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So I uh, like. Yeah, that's right. Oh my so God. I just out. To- yeah. Cause it was like I don't know a year or two ago.
4: I it might have been like longer than that.
2: Longer, I have no idea. I have yeah. no concept of time. Because we did yeah.
4: deconstruction.
2: We did the two. yeah the monologue yeah. thing that you were in too, and then the next or I forget what the name of that. What is the mono scene? Mono scene. <laughs> we all did together. Mono scene. That's but then what it after was, that, yeah. we did the sleepover, and it, it was it's such an interesting thing. I'm the type of improviser who I love speed, I love, um, and I love like in La Ron, like after the chain link knowing who i want to play with and so i like kind of thinking about who i want to play with and yeah. what like in that way and so it was hard for me to do the
3: opposite <laughs> yeah 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 and
2: not be allowed to kind of pick who i was going to work with or what it i don't know it was just it was yeah. hard but it was so fun yeah. to get to do it and especially that, something so like iconic from my improv
4: <laughs> from upbringing. <right>. yeah <laughs> yeah and that was the reason why we why we we, we landed on it was to slow us down because you know, I think Secunda once when Secunda was coaching us for Harold's, he was like, you guys, you're like a bunch of magpies. You, <laughs> you follow the shiny thing. And sometimes it's great, but sometimes it's like the Herald would implode like midway through the second beat. Cause everybody would just explode every idea. And you're like, come on guys, like have a little <laughs> bit of discipline. And that helped us have that discipline. And I really liked it because it was like, I'd also just about the time we, I think at the time we started it, I had started doing the part-time classes at Atlantic theater. So I was very full of, pretentiousness (laughs) pretentiousness <laughs> uh, you know i was fucking wanting to do scenes you know he was also
2: a patron at moma and oh god it was just so god, it was just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just oh the worst the most
4: pretentious you know so <laughs> so i was into that of like diving in and doing like you know a scene from sam Shepard and having to understand what you want and how do you do like all of that and so then when we we're doing this form i was like oh cool i get to take the tools that i'm learning from atlantic and like kind of put them into play in an improvised setting and really just like feel connected to a character that I just created. So that was, that That I think was my my favorite form. The soundtrack is really fun.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite to it's perform.
4: form. I like,
2: love doing the soundtrack. It's yeah. like
4: a home run. There's no way for that show to not be fun. Although we haven't done it in so long. Like, it used to be like, give us your iPods. And yeah. sometimes people would give us CDs. Oh, so, right. so like but now they, it's yeah, like, the first early
2: I it was, incarnation was CDs. I thought
1: it was CDs, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was
4: CDs. And then it became, yeah, it's right. It was CDs. And then it was like iPods. And now like, I don't we're supposed to do it at DCM twenty. So it's like, are we gonna get like one person's phone? Or are we gonna plug in yeah. Three phones, like it seems, also much <laughs> well, now you higher stakes to take someone's phone because I yeah. got to turn off like the sleep function and like all of this stuff and turn off messages because we don't want to hear Bleh, while you know. What I mean, you it's could the, get so. a
2: suggestion of songs, and you can get all of those songs on Apple Music or Spotify. <laughs> right, right, you right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, just get oh, them yeah. Out of time. Like have them write them in.
1: I've done that. Like where I passed around a clipboard at our show. Yeah. And oh. Just had people write down the name of a song, and then I, I. Yeah. I get it on Spotify. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that, that's it's so funny because we did the neutrino video projects, uh-huh. which is an uh, improvised movie. And when we yeah. did it, it was like an analog thing, and it started around the same time as soundtrack yeah, yeah. actually. And it was like tapes. You ran, we shot something, and then someone ran that tape inside, <laughs> and it we had it worked out. It was perfect. It worked perfectly. We did yeah. it there. We did it in Aspen for the HBO Comedy yeah. Arts Festival. We did it in Edinburgh. Worked perfectly. We did
4: one here. Yeah, yeah. but then
2: here. The technology was... Changed and now it's like it's not quite fast enough for you to shoot a bunch of video and send it at the speed that you need it for the Neutrino video project. Uh So it just couldn't work. And I'm sure a young person could make it work, but because (laughs) we did it,
4: (laughs) you were also locked into like how we did it. It was such a complicated thing to figure out. Like (laughs) Jess, my wife, is in Neutrino and she told me the meetings that they would have to have. And they had like a whiteboard with a chart on it of like how to do this thing. And they did it at, um, uh, uh, uh the, what was the competition? Cage match. Cage match. Yeah, that and was it just blew a, everybody's a mind to win
2: cage match. And then it and then it became it, this thing. Like
4: nobody could figure out, because it was a cage match against us. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody could figure out how they did this because we went first and then they did that. Uh-huh. And in the Neutrino video projects, Manzoukas did like a walk-by in the background and everybody's like, wait a minute, he's sitting right there. How is this, like we couldn't, figure out the math of how any of that happened. And so I think like the level of, of, of rigor that was require, required to, to develop that like when it changes and it's like digital cards or whatever it was like and you can't edit in camera the same way no, because impossible. with the tapes you could stop and rewind and record over it so that you get the scene exactly how you wanted but with the cards you couldn't do that so you yeah. had to like do clips and files. say yeah. yeah play this file yeah 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 it was huh. really really tricky yeah. it, it's funny how I knew the cameras te- were better <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we
2: would play back on multiple cameras and at the time too the cameras that you need that we needed to use it they were like two thousand dollars so like Ptolemy had one and then you'd have to like borrow from Terry
4: Jen
3: yeah
2: yeah Dan (laughs) Greger eventually got one like we just start to find people who would make a little bit of money in the business and then they buy one of these fancy cameras and (laughs) now you think like oh we could just do this on our phone but I don't know some I'm sure people still do it around the country and I'm sure they've figured out how to do it yeah we're all so tired so
1: you get a (laughs) suggestion and then you go like out to the street corner and then do a scene Inspired. so
2: yeah so basically what happens is that you get get a suggestion you and uh there's like three teams and you get suggestion and object Mm -hmm. and um and then the last team this is how we kind of did it in the end of it the last team would sort of interview someone on stage while the first two teams are out shooting so that means they have about six minutes to get two minutes of the first beat in the camera so they shoot they're shooting outside while the interview is happening for the third Group, the third group goes outside as soon as the interview is done, and there's just like a spinning end for neutrino on the screen for about two minutes. Uh While third group is shooting, they shoot as fast as possible. So they shoot just a very quick scene. Uh So you're just kind of editing in camera, but it's like, you know, you're using like filmic skills, but you're trying to shoot as fast as possible. Once all three tapes are in, two minutes each. Um, then the movie starts. It's a seamless half hour movie that starts about six minutes after we got the suggestion. And so it's as like you're banking (laughs) tapes. So as the the minutes are in, the scenes are inside, we're shooting more scenes. We're shooting more scenes. We're shooting more scenes. And originally it was a Herald. So it was like three beats. Uh And then we do like a group thing and then whatever, you know, the format of a Herald. And then the last thing would be all of us, there'd still be like 10 minutes of tape still left inside. Cause we are all shooting at the same time. Right. So we'd be outside and we'd say, what was your scene about? What was your scene about? What was your scene about? You just give someone a gist so that you can do a third beat together because you're not seeing each other's beats. So you can't organically match, uh-huh. it. but there'd be some kind of through line that you wouldn't even, you know, of course, like we're always like our brains are meant to make connections. So we'd make connections uh-huh. and then it would be a, like a sort of a, shot where you'd see almost like a montage or maybe you'd be like, oh, I'm talking about I cheated on my boyfriend. You could be my boyfriend. That's perfect. Okay, you, fuck me. You, punch me. Great, yeah, all right?" Yeah. And and then we'd all run in with the last tape and usually it was Ptolemy Slocum would shoot the final beat and we'd run in with that tape and he'd run onto the stage, rewinding as he's running and he'd plug it in. So it was this experience because you're watching like people run by and it was live on um, uh-huh. soundtrack like, with it, like, they would be putting music to it and everything, so yeah, it was so fun, and we did that like, for, just to win Cage Match, and we won a bunch of times, and then eventually, they were like perform on Saturdays, and then we we did that, and then we've done it yeah, that's but awesome. It, it it's such a long time ago, but it's uh, <laughs> wow. it was a cool form. And so now, yeah. without the tapes, I'm not sure how you do it. So we tried to do it. it we was in fact pitched it, it as a-, a TV show, and the producers that we were pitching it to came the day that we tried to do it with the with
1: the cards, cards
2: and it completely like melted down, and all our <laughs> footage was lost. And then obviously, we don't have a TV show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would. Do you have any of those like recorded? Yeah. In fact, in in Edinburgh.
2: Someone proposed to their girlfriend. uh, Like they planned ahead that they were going to propose in our show, so we have that, and that was amazing.
4: But they're all. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. They're all still the individual individual tapes. Nobody's mixed them into one. No. Bob has
2: made. Bob Wiltfang has put together. Maybe we have a few
4: that are that are together contiguous yeah, yeah. I want that's to see great that. but the experience <laughs> yeah. of seeing it people yeah. it's running like
2: people running yeah because yeah it's just crazy like people running in and and when it worked it was awesome and it was and people couldn't figure it out because it was hard to figure out yeah. how much how much time do you have to shoot a scene and mm-hmm. you know, that is, yeah, but it was fun. Is, and back yeah, then we rehearsed twice a week too. So as a Herald team, we rehearsed twice a week. They rehearsed twice a yeah. week, same time period. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was what you did. And, uh, that's, I guess like just at that time we were like, this is what we need to do to be the best improvisers possible.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> there was a, there was an interesting level for, for something that is so artsy. There was an interesting level of competition, amongst a handful of groups
2: teams versus teams to be like, yeah. And, and I think cage match helped that because it was just the eight Herald teams or whatever yeah. like, doing cage match. So then you'd try to be like, hey, what is the most amazing form we could possibly come up with so that we win cage match? And then,
1: yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. I wish there was more of that. And then what yeah, was nice so was
4: the sort of the, the, the go-to thing. And I may have said this when I was coaching, when I first came out here, the nice thing was that as this competition developed, these teams, like I, I sort of think of like, the swarm and neutrino, and I guess maybe us and Respecto Montalban, they all got in their own lane. Different uh-huh. kinds of improv. And things. so, and so it was like, I always likened it too because I'm old. I was liking it to like the British invasion. Uh-huh. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know if we want to say who's the Beatles, but like you had the Beatles, you had the Rolling Stones, you had the Kinks, you had the who, right? Uh-huh. They're all from the same time period. They're all from England, but they're all so very different. Yeah. And so you can like all of them, but you also might have a favorite for whatever reason. And so it felt like that, like at a certain point it was like, oh, yeah. we want to beat them at cage match and oh, our show's better than that trash or whatever, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you'd have these opinions about other people's work, but then you'd start to realize like, oh, they've like gotten in their groove and they are doing this thing, which is different than what we do. And it's all like equally valid and
1: valuable. Yeah.
4: It was really, that was a really interesting moment when it hit that sort of like, it got that kind of particular traction. I feel
1: like. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my students like (laughs) just, I kind of lament, I guess, a little bit of just, like, make a form. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like kind of the way the school's built and sort of the hierarchy of, like, trying to get on Herald Night and stuff. Uh, and sometimes even, like, the teams that get, well, I don't know. Sometimes there's not a lot of creativity in, like, if you get a weekly show or something like right. that. A lot of it's just well, it's internet. It's more
2: like a gimmick-based thing. Yeah. But I could see why, because I think that we were at- – Like there's a time period where you can really fail and that's when you're not the spotlight's not on you at all times. And it's just about doing art. Mm -hmm. And like of course, a lot of us wanted to have careers in the business, but like it just wasn't like people didn't even know what the UCB or improv long form improv was when we were first starting. So then you could just fail. Because yeah. who cares, right? I could do a midnight show with three people and it didn't matter. Yeah. But now I feel like there's a lot more pressure to like, you have to get your numbers up and all that stuff. And I, I think it's like just more pressure filled.
4: Well, and in the beginning yeah. also, there would be theater meetings where the entire theater theater community would be sitting in the theater for a meeting about what we needed to do going forward in terms of firing shows. Uh-huh you could fit the entire
3: community right
4: in a theater. And we had to flyer
2: at the park to get people to yeah, come. Yeah. <laughs>
4: so it was you were really off the beaten path and you were doing it because you'd found this thing, you know, discovered this thing and it was its own little It's hard to describe how it felt, but I loved the way that that felt at that time of just being in this little bubble doing really interesting work mm-hmm. and not all of it great probably you know like this is kind of a cynical thing but probably the improv that we were doing like was about half as good as we thought it was if that <laughs> like it probably wasn't great yeah but probably. who cares but it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah 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 no no absolutely absolutely who cares because like like with anything it's the experience of it and how that experience felt of like we are this little group of people doing this subversive comedy in this tiny little theater it was great yeah, yeah.
1: Very cool. Awesome. The old days, you guys missed it. 80% of my... Everybody has that period, though. But
2: everybody, I feel like, has that. Whenever they're coming up, they're like, Phil, it was the
4: idyllic period. I don't... I beg to differ. Maybe not. Because because the UCB now has two theaters in new york and two spaces out yeah, here that's a lot. it's not an undiscovered thing Three right, when we them. did it like it's it is you know like mm-hmm. it's kind of an in o- the cafe oh yeah okay. yeah yeah it's an overly like facile comparison but it is like the nascent days of punk rock in new york like yeah. when you were at presumably when you were at cbgb's like early early on like that had a different vibe than like when the police played CBGBs just before break, you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. then it was too late in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know that. I think, I think there is something else that's happening right now that is that, and those people are experiencing that. Yeah. But I think if somebody's coming in the UCB now, it's like
3: it's
2: not the same experience.
1: No, no, no. no, but, the, no. but I do feel
2: like, but they can have, have the same that.
1: enthusiasm and the exactly. same energy. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I think it is? Clowning. I'm not even joking.
2: What do you mean? There's like a like Bill oh, Irwin-style townie,
1: like there's oh, a, yeah. like the Idiot Workshop and like mm-hmm. uh, like guy, Dr. Burgers or whatever. Uh, but like Natalie Palomides is one of, is like kind of like a star of yes. that community, and she's great. But like there is all these shows at the Lyric where it seems like people are kind of just like. Throwing it I at knew the it wall was happening bit. in
2: New York. I did not know it was happening here. Yeah, except a, like um, Red Bastard. Like, I was just going to say. Yeah. I love Red like, Bastard.
1: Yeah. Coached us for
4: a what? Oh, yeah, a month. Us too. He,
2: he coached
0: Nutrino <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah,
4: and he had us do these exercises, which again, like Ooh, the so the, the pretentious art artsy snob in me was like, I love this, but I was so bad at it. It like, was so hard. It was like. You one of the exercises I remember was you just had to be yourself and make everybody else laugh and if you couldn't do it within a certain amount of time he would bang the chair and three bangs and then you were down and somebody else got up and you'd be just doing anything to try to like make people laugh and like the harder you tried the worse it was and the more like shit you felt and for us, the person. But yeah. that's because
2: they do like the grotesque kind of clowning. So it's there's yeah. something like that, that it's about yeah. like, the type of clowning. And I mean. definitely
1: saw the Red Bastard's cock. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I know. I, I mean, we, he did
1: cool. the Neutrino video
2: project a yeah. couple times. And then he invited me to a show, and then there, there's just his penis. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, really, he's really Yeah, a, lot a of clowning goes that way. <laughs> Eric, you have a lovely penis if you're listening to <laughs>
5: Yeah, it'd be great if he was listening. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
4: it was. But it was astounding. (laughs) And what what was really great was like of the people in Mother that I would have expected to excel at an exercise like that. Uh They did not. And of all people, Jessica St. Clair, not that she's not talented and funny. She is. But like her personality is not the kind of personality that I would expect would be. Succeed at that particular exercise uh-huh. and she killed it. Like he just was like sitting there and we just kept laughing at the stuff she was doing because she was just like literally being so much herself in a panic of trying to figure out what to do. And it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't, and then she'd just be like, ah, she'd make some funny face or do some dumb thing. <laughs> we'd just be like, oh my God, just laughing. And he would just let, and she would just get, keep going and keep going. And, and keep that going. was
2: her audition
0: to yeah. be a star. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> That's it. Show business uh, is
4: watching it. at all times.
3: <laughs>
1: Well, cool. We're skipping the warm-up scene. That's a first. Yeah. We uh, uh, a lot. <laughs> What's that? We talked. We a lot. did, but I was. It's good. That was a, spe- a special little uh, nerd out. Yeah. For the improv nerds listening, which is <laughs> basically our audience. Yeah. yeah. But it's there's like nerds. Four
2: a.m. at McManus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, nerds around the world yeah. now know what the sleepover and what did you call the neutrino thing? The experiment. Neutrino
2: video project. Ne- yeah.
1: Neutrino video project. Um, awesome. Well, let's get into the story part. Yeah. Uh, Um, the specific meaty stories, Uh, Rebecca, you're up first. Uh, What would you like to talk about?
2: So I've been thinking a lot. This is kind of um, the story itself is not heavy. The theme that made me come to it is. okay. I've been thinking a lot, you know, just about the idea of privilege and like just the ways that I was privileged, didn't even realize it. And one of the biggest things that just has come into my head Is when I was seventeen, we my my friends and I we would sneak into this golf course to drink and like because I grew up in Staten Island, New York, and it's suburban. But you know you have to like sneak somewhere to drink. There's not just like I don't know. It's it's like populated enough that we would either break into the park or sneak into this golf course. So um, snuck into the golf course. And we had our zemas because um, <laughs> it was the nineties. Like
5: after like at when night, it's closed it? at okay, night. At night, yeah. at night, yeah.
2: So we like break in at night, and we had our zemas, and um, <laughs> and it was the crazy thing is it's me, and then my. Friend who's like a famous singer now, <laughs> so oh. I was like, "Do I even want to say what Um And so, and then yeah. our t- two guys that I believe we were probably hooking up with. So
3: <laughs> I'm picturing Madonna, but, uh,
2: <laughs> um, but we um, so we're just like <laughs> hanging out, like messing around, like running around the golf course, like just having so much fun, like being on this golf course. And then all of a sudden, we see like in the distance, like a golf cart comes zooming at us, and see these like two lights, and we ditch the zemas and we start running <laughs> right and we're running and then the another golf cart comes and they like two golf carts come and surround us and we're running and we realize they're cops like real cops not security cops now this is where i'm saying it's privileged i didn't nothing bad happened to me <laughs> like people have done far less and have had much worse happen Mm -hmm. to them. Like if you're black in America like that, and that's, what's making me think about it because I'm like, Oh my God, like Staten Island is such a conservative place Mm -hmm. out of all of New York. It's like the conservative borough. And so I've seen a lot of people like during the, the first kind of black lives matter things, people on Facebook would be like, well, they shouldn't be committing crimes and all that. And I'd be like, I was committing crimes with you. Mm-hmm. Like we were breaking into a golf course is a crime. Yeah. And, and like we would, you know, smoke weed or we would drink underage. Like that was all a crime mm-hmm. that could, you know, end really poorly if it was a totally different circumstance. And so anyway, so the cops, um, common, it was a million cop cars came <laughs> and, uh, you know, I start crying. They split us all up and they start like in interrogating us, each of us like what our names are and they're asking us what everyone else's name is and like what their mom's name Like asking, I think they were fucking with us a little bit, but also yeah. they wanted to make sure that we weren't lying about who we were because I guess I was 16. So I don't even think I had a license yet because we mm. didn't get them till 17. So pretty young yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was bad in high school um, and this wasn't the worst of it, but the um, cops were splitting us up. So asking us a million questions and eventually they were like, wait a minute. So I went to this honor school. It was a like a magnet honor school, and because the schools in Staten Island were pretty bad, and so even though the school is all about engineering, and I didn't want to be an engineer, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be at a safe school, so I went to this engineering school. So my parents, who they my dad taught there and my mom worked there, and so they're like, "Wait, where do you guys go to school?" And I was like, "Staten Island Tech." And they're like, "Staten Island Tech." And they're like, "Oh, he went there, and one of the cops went to Tech, <laughs> and then I." Then he's you like, wait a minute, are you Mr. Johnson's daughter? And I was like, oh. yeah. And they're like, fuck, if our sergeant wasn't here, like we would totally let you guys off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so cut to, we get four summons, like breaking and entering, drinking while young, like all this, I don't know. I don't know what all four, but there were four like summonses and we were going to have a court date in August, right? So it was like August 21st, let's just say. And my parents, who are very frugal and, like, so sweet. They're such nice people. They also have never, like, gotten a ticket, carried credit card debt. They are, like, the most buy the book play play-by-the-rules people. And I obviously wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so, but so frugal and so, like, you know, always thinking about, like, making sure that even though my dad was a teacher and my mom worked at school that they were going to be able to pay for my college, which is why I couldn't go to Rutgers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So they... Take my brother and I and they say, hey, we have a surprise for you. We have purchased a cruise. We're going to go on a cruise, which a cruise was like, oh, my God, like we're not going to like drive to Florida to stay at my grandparents' house as vacation. Like we're going on a cruise. And they're like, it's August 16th through 24th. And all of a sudden I realized that my court date was in the middle of this time that we're supposed to go on the cruise. So I I immediately start crying and because they had no idea about this whole thing. Somehow. Yeah. I, underage, got four summonses to court. My parents were never called. So I start crying and they're like, why are you crying? We're going on a cruise. And I was like, I got arrested for drinking in the golf course. And mean uh, uh, now I can't go. So like my dad, they were furious.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and so they called the court. And of course, court's not going to be like, Oh, yeah. We'll postpone so that your daughter can go on a cruise, you know, like, no, I had to go to court. So they had to cancel the cruise. They lost their deposit, which is also a big deal. Right. And it wasn't even like that much money, but enough money that like and my mom always was just like, you've ruined it. You've ruined this. And like and they were like, we are so Disappointed and you've ruined our entire family Vacation and like just really that Thing that hits your heart Ooh, where it's yeah. not like I I didn't get you know Beaten or anything it was more just like You wow this is the ultimate Disappointment
4: we're so disappointed Exactly and That's it was the hammer that Oh
2: yeah. so yeah it was Just <clears throat> gut-wrenching And um and they Have never gone on a cruise <laughs> Um <laughs> and Neither have I <laughs> Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so my dream is just to like be successful enough like to I should just do it. I just have to save the money from when I'm on the TV show I'm on and buy them a friggin cruise because they deserve to go on a cruise. <laughs> um, and then I ended up going to court. This is another part of the privilege. Go to court. Um A lot of kids were there that got caught drinking in the park or at the golf course. It was just like a shit ton of us had gotten. I guess the cops did like a big raid on all the drinking spots. (laughs) So this was the crazy thing. All the homeless guys that had tickets for peeing on the street got like a $50 fine. All the kids that got caught. Four of my summonses, $20 fine. And so we all just, they just, judge just stamped, you know, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. And so I was lucky to get away with no community service, like $20, wow. but I ruined my parents'
3: vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't even think my brother went on a cruise. I I just ruins it for everybody.
1: Where was the cruise?
2: <laughs> it was like Caribbean. Caribbean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Do you think that the consequence of the like the unintended consequence of ruining the cruise or whatever had an impact on you moving forward? Like, had you just got a twenty dollar fine, do you think you would have been like, ah, not a big deal? Yeah, I
2: wouldn't have cared. Yeah, yeah. I would have especially if I got away with that without my parents knowing, like I could have gone to court without them knowing. Yeah. The funny thing, too, is some kids who like rich, rich kids had lawyers there. Which is funny. So probably the lawyer ended up actually negotiating something for all... Like somehow for all of us. But um, yeah, like not the kids with me, but like other schools or whatever. Um, I do. I had a couple things like that summer. I had gotten kicked out of church camp for doing drugs that same summer. So I was a big disappointment that summer. And then after high school, I was really like pretty good. Like I did not... Like I drank, but I didn't like mess around the way that I did in high school. I like when I went to college, I like really turned over a new. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I I did. I did feel bad. I mean, it was weird because I was like an honor student. I still did well, you know, but I just would be crazy. And I was highly influenced by the boys that I was dating. Mm -hmm. I just feel like. Oh sure, yeah, I'll do whatever. Yeah,
3: it's also
4: interesting the levels of privilege in the story because a golf car, a golf course by its very nature is a huge level of privilege. Right. You went to a special high school that right. was safe. Yes. Um, and then there was one other thing where it's like, oh yeah, there's
5: like, but you um, didn't have a lawyer there.
2: No. No. <laughs> well, so and were, we were you were wealthy. not hyper
5: privileged, like, but we you were privileged. Yeah. yeah,
2: we weren't wealthy, but I do think that.
5: I Zima also speaks of
4: privilege.
2: A, I just know that if we were not white, we wouldn't have gotten off in the way that we... Even... No. Na- even Because yeah. then it wasn't... I mean, it was the same that it is now. But in terms of, like... Uh, obviously, that stuff... what That disparity wasn't, like, publicized as much as it is now in terms of people talking about it. It's a national conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm sure that it always happened. And I am positive that, like, us being these, like, honor students that... Yeah, you just... Like the same with like kids I knew I like shoplifted or like I did it a couple mm-hmm. times and you just like brag about it and like fuck you.
4: I just finished the Zima tour. Nobody's out. It's probably
1: gonna be quiet. I got you. Uh, what you finished the? I
4: did the Zima rounds. You know. Mm, I did yeah. the course, you know. Oh, I see. Didn't I tell you? Then, yeah, it's just the Zima tour. You just gotta make sure the kids aren't drinking the
5: just Zima, Zima specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The did kids, you run into kids doing anything? Yeah, yeah. At, what were they doing?
4: No, there's there a couple of kids from that one high school. They're drinking uh, like Bud Lights and huh. Miller Lights and whatnot, and that's fine. Don't don't leave them alone. They're in the sand trap. They're
5: drinking the Bud Lights. <laughs> it's fine. So no, they're underage drinking. It's not just a Zima. Not just the Zima tour.
4: No, no, you got to Have you, uh, have you tried Zima? No. Yeah. We can't have Zima drinkers at the course. It sends a bad message to the rest of the community. If people see Zima bottles lying around, you know, member, they've done a study and membership drops if they start to see Zima empties, even in the trash. So you got to, you know, just get those Zima guys out of here, and then the rest is fine. It
1: takes care of itself. What about Smirnoff Ice?
4: Oh, God. I keep lobbying for Smirnoff Ice, but, you know, Ted won't listen to me.
1: You mean you want, you want more Smirnoff Ice? No, Ices? no, no. I want, want
4: to lump them in with the Z- It's all the same to me, but Ted says it's different because Smirnoff Sh- is clearly vodka, and Zima is some aberration, some abomination of a liquor. And so he says, we've got to get rid of the Zima. <laughs>
5: 10, I don't know. Uh, I think I see a couple of kids with a bottle of wine. That's I'm fine. gonna go stop them. That's fine. What? No, it's <laughs> wine. <laughs> They're underage kids drinking wine. It's wine. Hey, hey, hey Andrew,
2: want <laughs> have some of my wine?
1: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Do you like it, wine? I'll drink anything at this stage. <laughs> I uh, feel
2: so Italian.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Do
2: you like drinking wine?
1: Like I, drinking
2: wine? Hey, We're Italian. Hey,
1: kids!
4: Kids! Uh, Sorry, I just overheard you talk about you feel Italian. That's actually a French wine. So... Uh, you should, oh if you could God. just try, try to feel French. You're fine. You're 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 on. Daryl,
0: the, <laughs> this is such a buzzkill. Just like, stay on the I green. To be Italian. If, if you're gonna
4: drink no. the French wine, just stay on the green. Don't go it on. Don't. Go, you're,
5: you're underage. We're gonna have to take those that wine. For what? You
4: what? Can you just dial it back a
5: little bit? <laughs> what are you talking about? They're drinking.
4: They're drinking. Do you want some? Fine. We're just on. have some.
5: No, I, we don't want any. You're underage. You shouldn't be drinking oh wine. Okay. What, you you should, what? what should they be drinking? Bourbon? Drink the wine, kids. It's great. No, not bourbon. They it's don't. Good they shouldn't have alcohol. Just because it's not like a hip, trashy drink doesn't mean they are they can drink it.
4: Yes, it does. <laughs> well, they're going to grow up knowing the pleasures of wine, not Zima. They're not going to be... Let me ask you, if, if you don't mind, can I ask you a question? When you go to college, do you think you'll join a sorority or no? Oh. Um. Probably I, not I'm gonna say no Because she's that, not drinking Zima She's what? not gonna dye her hair blonde And drink Zima And do terrible things With guys who won't respect her She's drinking wine Are Granted we
5: policing the future of sororities? What are you talking about? Is the golf course not spinning? Us, who? Or is it in my
4: head? She is drunk uh, She's spinning. an Hebrew. He's also, also These sprinting. are
5: drunk underage teens
4: Yeah but they're drunk Off of fairly okay wine <laughs> This wine is like $12 a bottle. Hey, if you guys
1: w- w- don't mind, we're going to kind of go behind the hut over there and uh, Yeah, here mess take around these. No,
4: take take <laughs> these condoms. T- Be safe. Take no. these condoms.
3: Damn. All right. Uh, hey, they need guy. to
4: know the, the they need to know That's a gray
5: area the, the Dionysian <laughs> pleasures
4: of physical love as well as wine and enjoying life. If they don't learn it now, they're going to overcompensate when they get into college or when they move to the big city for the first
0: time. Alright, let's blow up these condoms and then have sex without them.
5: <laughs> hey! Good idea. Now, Kyle, take over. <laughs> so, hold on. No. What are you doing, you old perv? Trying am not look being an old perv. trying to look at our 16-year-old body. I am not. I'm not. I'm... What am I here to do at this point? You're
4: here to show them <laughs> How To use condoms properly, Kyle, take over. No,
5: I don't think that's we know how to use them, we You're... just
4: don't want it. No,
5: you yeah. use them.
1: You can't get don't pregnant after 1 a.m.
0: <laughs> what? Yes, <Yeah. laughs> too much wine makes what you... the babies no, no, no. go out the door. I'll that's what. Fine. Is
4: technically true. <laughs> If I can get you to promise to keep drinking wine for four weeks after you have sex, then you you don't have to use condoms. You don't have to
0: give me a promise. No, the fetal
4: alcohol syndrome will kick in and there'll
5: be no problem. Are you kidding? (laughs) This cannot happen. We can't have them having drunk sex for four weeks. Kyle, you didn't grow up in this town, so you don't really know how it works. Stop rubbing that in my face, okay? I don't know what a number two is at the fast food restaurant. It's a turd.
3: (laughs) That's also when you
5: poop. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know those things. This doesn't apply here. I know that teenagers aren't supposed to drink alcohol, okay? I know that we can't be encouraging them to have unprotected Are we supposed
0: sense. to steal golf carts? Because we, we have three in my house. <laughs> no,
5: no, they can't steal golf carts. If they bring
4: them back eventually, it's not stealing. Oh my god. Let go of your hang-ups about property, man. <laughs> <laughs> property is a my man-made hang-ups. construct. My hang-ups? about property. Are your property Watch is this. property and morals.
1: Got a gun. <laughs> no. Yeah!
3: Him. Okay. Shoot
4: him!
5: The, shoot him! I don't have a gun now. Please help. Yeah, you don't need a gun, man. She's shouting to shoot. Yeah,
3: yeah, in yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. Look out! Were they respecting you
4: or were they respecting the gun? You I Notice don't I don't There's
3: wear a, a gun. <laughs>
2: Put it kind of on the gun. The
1: hell out of dude!
5: He's
4: shooting. That's a, yeah, that's a that's a bleeder.
5: I that's just a got bleeder. shot in the shoulder with my own gun. Oh,
2: we can use this wine. That'll carterize it.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the alcohol. No. The alcohol is good. For the, yeah, oh, not Now you're just siding with them, I think. Yeah. Ah, there's no way this is good. Please, now you can arrest them. They stole an officer's gun. Take your shirt off and tie it around your shoulder.
0: Yeah, take your shirt, take off. Your shirt off. Take your shirt off. I,
5: that's not Babe. a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't need them doing it.
1: <laughs> Are you checking out this cop?
0: I'm sorry. I'm attracted to him.
1: Oh,
5: He's my God. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is taking a
4: turn. I'm going to take you to urgent care once we get these kids hey, off on a you good... You
1: listen week. here, bud. Ah. You, t- you even look at my girl, and I'll get the rest He's of my boys from Sig Epilogue. <laughs>
4: Frat,
5: he said. Frat, I don't know. He said a frat. Get him for that.
4: We cut to the hospital emergency room. <clears throat> um, so this, uh, this wound, you you achieved this wound? How again? A
5: hey, uh, inebriated underage teen. Took my gun from me, shot it into the air. In Why
4: bullet. did you interfere with the drinking of teenagers on a golf course? That's not your position. It's not your place to. They, it's
5: illegal. Underage drinking is illegal. It doesn't matter where it is. Oh, they it a these golf
2: days. Court. Adults these days won't stop kids from. They keep stopping kids from drinking.
5: Excuse me. Sorry, Listen, they I'm get shot, shot and, and they. Else. I'm going to to take care of it. I'm oh. going
4: to dress your wound, but I hope you've learned your lesson not to meddle with the kids <laughs> who are trying to learn how to drink and have sex.
5: Learn my lesson <laughs> yeah, not to meddle with your own fault. You've been hoisted by your hunt, own horny batard. Teens. I have not been hoisted by my own petard. I've been shot by my own gun. Yeah. You say potato, I say potato. You have court. We're supposed to go on a cruise. I
2: have... Yeah, I have... um Court. I really want to be a lawyer i really want to be a lawyer oh yeah yeah i don't want to just go on vacation all the time dad i want to be a lawyer and i have court
4: way to go karen i knew being a paralegal
5: would suck you (laughs) suck this is unbelievable we are trying to be a cruise family and your legal career keeps getting in the way
2: (laughs) dad i think this would be something you'd be proud of me Uh, for i went to law school when i was
5: 16 years old I'd be proud to see you eat eat, all-you-can-eat crab legs. Is what I would be proud of.
4: Hey, Dad, I got my notary public license. I can go on cruises whenever I want, because I can work on my own hours.
5: Thank you. See how thoughtful that is? He's doing two things. He's being a public notary... And learning how to shuffleboard.
2: Oh, my God. A public notary, you make a dollar every time someone needs to make sure that their ID is the same as the
4: signature. Every dollar adds up. I'm not waiting for a big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I'm here to make money.
5: Ant and the grasshopper. Can't you move that around your court thing or whatever?
2: No, it's my first court date. It's my first court date as a lawyer.
5: God. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to call the people at Sandals. This is gonna be so embarrassing. <laughs> well, <can't, laughs> I said, uh, I'll be on that cruise. You can count on it. <laughs> but
2: I, it's not. That is not binding, and I know as a lawyer that that is not a binding thing. They're not. Gonna <sighs> don't throw
5: sue that you in boy. my face. I'm
4: just saying.
5: I'm uh, so disappointed. So, don't McCutcheon you on to- cruise ship,
4: Mr. McCutcheon? Mr. Howard yeah. McCutcheon? Oh, he's not <clears> here. <throat> I didn't see Mr. him. Mr. McCutcheon, that's so weird. Why would he not show? He promised me on the phone that he would be here.
1: He guaranteed it. He told me he was trying to be a cruise person. Yeah. A, this is not the way to start to be a, a cruise, cruise person, person by missing your cruise. Well, let's put a check next to his name on uh, the
4: board. We'll send them, we'll have to send it on um, <clears> out <throat> to legal, and they'll just have to start the paperwork to
5: sue him. Yeah. We're going to sue the pants off that guy. Yeah.
0: Cut back. <laughs> what the hell is this?
5: I hope you're happy I'm getting the pantsuit off me.
0: I am happy that's finally oh I always, Are you always kidding? wanted to defend someone in court like this
5: yes no we're gonna plead guilty <laughs> no you can't plead guilty we upset the cruise people no this is not you will not get in my way again with your legal
0: dad this is
2: not a re, <laughs> this is not real they can't just sue people for not going on
0: cruises this is
5: small don't don't take this small problem and make it a big problem we we're can taking sti- it all the way to the
0: supreme court no. we cut to the courtroom
5: <laughs> Counselor, please approach the bench.
2: <clears throat> uh, yes, Your Honor. Now, let me understand.
4: What is your objection again?
2: My objection is that this—that uh, he signed under duress. He was so excited. He signed under excitement duress. Hmm. Okay, he was so excited about this cruise hmm. that he signed whatever paperwork sent his way. He didn't obviously didn't read the fine print because he was so excited. And obviously, this should be struck from the record and
5: stripped from this court. We'd like to take a plea deal. Objection sustained We will agree to go on cruises every year We rule in favor Of the
4: McCutcheon family Uh, That's you You won
3: What
0: (laughs) Yes Uh, Which side was I fighting for
1: Well that'll be the end of Sandals then Oh,
5: did you hear that? The end of sandals. One this lawsuit. Is
1: unbelievable. No, we've please, never had anyone please, please. fight us on a lawsuit.
5: No, please. What are you doing?
0: Please. He's packing sandals up.
5: I'm packing. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. They have pools on boats. You can be in the water on top of the water.
2: Dad, it's, it's now a good time to tell you that I'm running for district attorney.
5: Oh. <laughs> Better not be during dodgeball season.
1: Psst. Hey, can I tell you something? Yeah, what? <clears throat> I don't even want to be an engineer. <laughs> I'm just going to the
0: school. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm going to be an actor. What are you talking about? We have to take like technical writing and computer-aided design and electronics. Yeah.
1: It sounds like I'll have to be a pretty good actor to make people think
4: I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Mr. Davis, your homework assignment was (laughs) exceptional. Your bridge design is outstanding. It would work in the real world. You're on your way to a fine engineering career.
1: Thank you. I look forward to that. Perhaps I can get a letter of recommendation from you when I apply to schools. Happily. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mr. Anderson, how was my project? (laughs)
4: A disaster. No. The crate that you built to suspend an egg and protect it from impact?
2: Yes, I worked on that for the five nights, overnights. I didn't sleep.
4: I have egg all over my pants. Oh no. Guess which letter grade you're getting? An A? No. <laughs> D? I mean, really? We're going to guess? It's an F. I've got egg on my pants. You're getting an F. You ruined my pants. This is corduroy. Egg
1: doesn't come out of corduroy. It's not fair. It's not fair. I'll work on a solution for that right now. I could get egg out of corduroy. I'm sure of it. Well, this corduroy brush that you're building
4: (laughs) is fantastic. It lines up perfectly with the the ribs of the corduroy. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's perfect. (sighs) You have go ahead. a bright engineering career ahead of you. Look at this egg come right out of these corduroy pants. I'm
5: seething. You should
4: hang on to this one. He's going to go places.
5: <laughs> We're just friends. We got to 10 years later. <clears throat> I'm telling you, you can stop be acting as an architect. <clears throat> I've got you a role. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty You're Tapping deep in your head this. against your finger against your head as if it's a smart plan.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've been acting like an architect for three years now. Yeah, you've designed I'm a dating
5: be- a woman in the office. You're it's just a scandalous an ar- beeline. <laughs> You're just an architect. Huh? You're just an architect. You've been designing buildings no, and getting a salary. I'm an actor. If you want to be an actor, I've got you a role. What is it? It's for Geico. <laughs>
1: well it's a <laughs> What? How much does it pay?
5: Eight hundred dollars.
1: I'm not doing that. It's. I get paid. I get paid six figures for being an architect. <laughs> and you should. Then see- you're an architect. No, I'm an actor. No, you're I'm an, an actor. architect. I'm dating a woman in the office, and I'm not even straight. How's that for I don't a know twist?
5: Why you're doing
1: that? <laughs>
5: Who's because, that for, Michael? <laughs> for the fans. Have
4: you gotten him to go out on any auditions in the last three years? No. Well, I mean, I feel like he's really in deep on this architecture thing. Maybe
5: just release him from the agency. It's just uh, he's my client, and I made a your promise. other clients are floundering. <laughs> you I haven't lost...
2: had an audition in weeks. Okay. Months, maybe. Okay.
5: Uh, I can. All right. Okay. I can get. I can get you something. What? What? What have you done? What do you got?
2: Well, I'm, I mean, I'm just an actor. I've been doing surgeries as an actor, <laughs> pre- acting as a doctor at the hospital.
5: As At the hospital, you've been acting as a surgeon? We cut to the <laughs> surgeon's surgery room?
2: Scalpel.
5: <laughs> of course.
2: Thank you. I'm going to make an incision here. Oh, brother, this vein is... Oh, it's bleeding.
1: I think you can handle it just with the bleeding. Hey. Karen, did yeah. I catch you doing a little zip zap zap by yourself in the in the break room? Oh, you know
2: it's fr- uh, not because I'm a secret actor. It's um- <laughs> I'm a secret oh. actor. What?
1: I'm a secret actor. Zip zap zap. Oh my god. Zip zap zap. Oh, oh god, he's <laughs> dying.
3: Beep, beep, beep,
1: beep. Oh no. Oh, okay. so- <laughs> Sew so them up, sew so them up oh,
4: so I'm up. Uh,
1: time to give the performance of our lifetime to their families
4: <laughs> That's true <laughs> we, we, cut to a, we, cut, we cut to 8th Street in the Lower East Side of New York Psst You want to come see a secret play? Huh? You want to come see a secret play? Uh, it's, a, it's a secret play nobody knows about It's just a bunch of secret actors doing a secret play Do
1: you want to go? Is it like Sleep No More or something?
4: I really can't tell you more about it than just, it's a secret play with secret actors. Okay. And it's going to blow your fucking mind. Josh,
1: we have
5: tickets to The Lion King. (laughs) That's not a secret show. Everybody goes to that show. I've already seen that movie. I need to go see. (laughs) It's a broad...
4: (laughs) The stage production is phenomenal, but it's no secret. Do you want to see something secret? I do, I do. (sighs) All right, come this way. Down this alley. Mm-hmm. Okay, watch the drain pipe. Okay, oh, yeah. to, crouch a little bit here. We're gonna mm-hmm. crawl through this crawl space. Uh, and, 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 okay, now you gotta hop up on bro. these boxes. Just hop, hop, hop up.
1: Ooh, yep. Front row.
4: Yep, there you go. All right, sit down and get ready to enjoy the best fucking secret show you've ever seen in your life. What
2: do you mean you don't like my spaghetti? Well, get out of my house! Get out
3: of my house! Get out! Of- what the fuck are you talking about? Hey,
4: you're supposed to make me a steak. Why are you not making me a steak? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ella! I don't, this plot is
1: impossible to follow <laughs> no she doesn't what do you mean she doesn't li- he didn't like dinner and now he's getting kicked out i don't get it <laughs> i think
4: that actress did my bunion surgery <laughs> <laughs> is that right don't say anything Don't say anything. Dr. Llewellyn, is that you on stage?
0: (laughs) I'm not on stage. uh, Don't say anything. Don't say anything. He doesn't know that I'm a doctor.
4: (laughs) That lead guy, he's my postman.
5: (laughs) Wait a minute. You're my postman. (gasps) Is that guy having a revelation as a character? what the no he's also in the what are you talking about the guy who realized that the guy is the postman Is he in the play i'm a secret actor and i'm also a dog groomer
0: i'm not really a dog i'm a secret actor
1: whoa i saw that dog shit in the park
0: (laughs) i literally had to take a shit so i just did it there
1: (laughs) got to a dog park is your, have your dogs been acting weird lately? <laughs> yeah. I swear I caught mine watching CNN the other day. Yeah, it's really weird. I
4: walked into my dog and he was. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. He was learning lines. What? Yeah. That is crazy. What are you talking about? My dog was learning lines. Learning been... lines? Yeah. He was doing buried child that play? That? Yeah. I that never is. heard of it before, but I figured it was a play. Yeah, it's a play. Yeah. Wow. He had the little book from that you get from the store and he had it and he was learning lines. My
2: dog was flying for a UCB show.
5: That oh. is weird. My, my dog. Did is... you go? Why is that weird? How else are you going to get people to go to a show unless you flyer? That dog's true. a That's smart go-getter sense. dog. My dog's been pretty normal. I have been <laughs> fucking him though. <laughs>
1: Let's move on to your story James. Um, uh, what would you like to talk about? So uh,
4: this will be challenging. This is a, this is a story that uh that this 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 what I'm about to tell you happened last night. Oh, wow. The, the 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 end of the story happened last night. So, uh like your story but maybe more so, it starts with a very serious and uh Sad topic. Okay. Um, Two and a half years ago, my niece, who was then, at the time, 14, uh, injured herself and died from her injuries. Oof. okay. Um, And it was likely she was being bullied and questioning her sexual identity, and that was maybe tied into all of this, and it was horrible, and it continues to be a struggle and awful. Um, She donated her organs— and yesterday, my sister, her mom, <clears throat> had uh, a phone conversation with the woman who received my niece's heart. And wow. the woman lives in a small town near Portland. And my sister has been seeing somebody who lives in Portland. So un- unbeknownst to her, she was in the area where her daughter's heart has gone. huh. And the woman is uh, 60 years old, was literally like just a couple of weeks to live. Basically there was, I guess a machine that she could have been on, but it wasn't really going to work for her. And so it was like time was ticking out and she got this heart two and a half years ago. And she looked up my niece's, um, obituary and was telling my sister on the phone call, you know, we have, I think we have a lot of, you know, your daughter and I have a lot in common. We both, she sang, I sing. You know, I told she, this woman who received the heart has kids and grandkids and she told them the story of, of my niece. And so they know the story. She lives in a small town. She told the whole community, the story. So they all know the story Mm -hmm. of my niece, which is lovely in and of itself. And she extended an invitation to meet my sister. And she told her that when she got the heart, she bought, um, she bought a stethoscope, Mm so that when my sister comes to visit her, she can hear her daughter's heart beating.
1: Wow. And it was just like, wow. Like
4: it's, you know, it's a tragic story, but it's like beautiful that she had the presence of mind to think of that. Yeah. Just this image of my sister being able to, to hear that, um, hear her heart beating. Yeah. just has like stayed with me for the last (laughs) 24 hours or whatever it is.
1: Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a <laughs> doesn't lend itself yeah. to hilarity. No, it's but okay. It's a story that's like Yeah, like in, in my mind. Yeah. 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 I think I I, I maybe once I, I, I don't know. That's not unfamiliar to me that idea of like meeting the person who got Yeah, yeah. Your uh it's Oregon interesting. Heart's though, a big one.
2: That she reached out because
4: Yeah, you can arrange to do that. So you can oh, so, so she your sent sister a letter. was obviously
2: open to it.
4: Yes, yes. Cuz otherwise yes. it would feel she has so talked invasive. to the, no, she talked to the person who received, I think, I think it was the eyes. And so she was open wow. to receive it. So, and it's also like that kind of gesture is only possible with the heart. <laughs> like You're not going to be like, I have a stethoscope so you can hear your daughter's liver. Like, yeah, yeah that, that doesn't.
5: Yeah.
1: But like yeah. the
4: heart is like such a particular hmm. thing. Yeah. It's so really she's open to it and they write let, like they can they can write letters to the person who donated and and, and send it to the organization that handles the donation so there's a level of like
5: anonymity there. Right.
4: Um but then yeah, she's open to like
1: talking to people and all that stuff. Wow. <laughs> she wow. That's <laughs> I <laughs> that's feel like, like a, even
2: the coincidence with Portland is so crazy yeah. and it's like, you know, one of those things where you're like, oh, even if you don't believe in any yeah. like spiritual thing, it's Ooh, like,
3: yeah.
2: well, how is this possible that this yeah, connection my, could be made like
4: that? When my mom was was telling me, you know, the, the the details of the story, she was saying, you know, it's funny. She's like, I don't know if this is too mystical, but I feel like the, that we exist in all of our individual cells. So the cells that made up her heart she's still in there and like it was interesting your mom was saying that yeah it was interesting my mom sort of got into that sort of like deeper yeah level of like exploring an idea in that way yeah because it seems it seems i don't know both scientific and Mm -hmm. metaphysical at the same time and yeah you know my mom doesn't has not been has never struck me as being like quite like that so it was interesting like to have that suddenly you know become part of the conversation as well
5: interesting yeah because the dna is
1: still there right yeah mm-hmm. i didn't think this is just my ignorance but i didn't think you could take a teenager's heart and just put it in a 6 year old woman's body I yeah that i was surprised like some sort of
4: yeah i was surprised at that too and there was a part of me that was like <laughs> at first sort of like you know stupidly selfishly like 60 year old woman, come on. Like, give somebody to get some use out of it. But apparently, like, for. That's kind
2: of uh, who needs them, probably.
4: But also, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the bulk of who needs them. But also, like, apparently, in a heart transplant, they expect that heart to last, I think, like five years. So it's not like you put that heart in a, another 14, 15 year old kid that they're going to have it until they're 80. Like, they're going to mm. have to figure out something going <gasps> Whoa,
1: forward. Whoa, I hadn't, I did yeah. not know that. Boy, that's like a yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh, and what
2: a major surgery! Yeah. Have yeah, like the whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy.
4: Yeah, it's amazing. You know, just also like, it's 2018, and heart transplants have been around and happening for decades. But Uh it's still remarkable that it can be done. Yeah.
2: Yeah, in our lifetime, right? Because was it like? I think the first ones
4: were in the maybe the. I don't know. We should Google it. Yeah. So we don't sound like such but okay, dumb dumbs. I want to say,
1: like, the 50s or 60s maybe was oh, the okay. first
4: heart transplant.
1: Boy, imagine.
2: We don't need to know that in uh, our line of work.
1: Yeah.
4: That's
1: the first time someone pitched that.
4: Right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Do a
1: heart transplant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On <laughs> me? No, no, no. I've got the paperwork. Right. Yeah.
4: Look, look at this.
1: Yeah. Uh, I thought have, I had this rant, you know, like, I don't know, I get these
4: random thoughts throughout the day. Uh, Some productive, some not. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it dawned on me, I guess we had just taken my son to the pediatrician or urgent care for, like, an ear infection or something. And I just, for some reason, I thought, the very first pediatrician must have been a really stressful job.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Like, more than just, like, the village doctor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, you know, an old person comes to the village doctor and dies, and it's like, well. Yeah. He was... Yeah. Uh, The elder. But like the very first pediatrician, like the stakes on that have to be astronomical. Just the stress of like, you're the doctor, fix
3: this. Right.
5: Yeah. Um, I got really into the Nick, the show. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like it's a great show and it's very like dramatic. And but there is like a dark sense of humor to it, and also just the notion that they don't really explore in the show like the self-awareness of just like. Like the people who are like, yeah, I'm gonna be a doctor. Like it's of course like they don't know where technology is gonna go, but so much of that early medicine was just kind of like, we'll take it out or like.
4: <laughs> but the thing I find interesting when I watch shows because I like that show as well. Yeah, I watch anything is it the Clive like the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, any show like that is like, yeah, we have the benefit of being. A hundred years in the future from when that show takes place, so our perception of them is like, yeah, we'll take it out. But at the time, they're like, no, we'll take it out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like for them, these are the answers that they've come to by virtue of like battlefield medicine in the Civil War, the yeah. War of eighteen twelve, and blah blah blah, and World yeah. War One even. And it's like, no, this is how we do it, and that's the extent of their knowledge. And like <laughs> trying to understand, like, how do you like, and then to go like being an actor, like, how do you convince yourself like that these clothes are all I know and that this mode of transportation is all, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's going to be, you know, we're already yeah. working on self-driving cars and electric cars and all that. And in 40 years, whatever that is, if it's the minority report thing, like, <laughs> then, then we don't know that yet. I don't know if I'm, I'm sort of babbling in a circle. I think about, but I know I think what you're you saying. Get what I mean? It's like, how do you get yourself in the mindset so, of like, you mean this as an, this an actor
2: is, to do that? As or, an actor, you yeah, got to yeah.
4: trivialize all of this. So like, <laughs> how do I do this as an actor to convince yourself? Like, Trolley cars are the best way to go. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> it is. You,
2: yeah, I guess it depends. People just do it for whatever circumstance. But I feel like, I don't know if it, they were talking about the neck. What time period is the Nick? Uh
5: 18, like the turn of the century, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: okay. Because there was something I heard on NPR where they were talking about doctors, maybe from that time period, where like the more blood you had in your apron, like you, the more people thought you were like you were better and the faster you were that the faster you can work yeah. like, all that. And that the surgical theater was like people really being like, wow, he's the fastest doctor in the West. Cause there were no yeah. pain medication. Like, and I don't uh-huh. know if they were talking about the Nick or just that time period, the, but I'm, it was so uh, fascinating.
5: Yeah. I'm reading a book called the butchering art or something like Maybe that. Maybe it's
2: that guy and was,
5: <laughs> yeah, the guy, he sort of like revolutionized kind of like um, being able to give people to numb that, um, why can't I think of it? Uh, Anesthesia? yeah, but before that. It was just to, you just had to be a fast surgeon. Right. Yeah. And a stage everything. W- speed was above all else. So there's this doctor that yes. they're profiling who cut off a nurse's finger, oh, like yeah. Nick someone else in the room. <laughs> Cause he was it just like, and he would like brag how fast he could right. do it. And patients were afraid of him and he would have to like, like they would go to see him and he'd be like, it's got to come off. And like, there's a story where he had to like chase a guy down and hold him down and <laughs> oh. like, and it was just like, yeah. And- but what
2: a psychopath, right? Because yeah. he chose to do that, <laughs> and like he's like knows that every day he's going to go to work and make people be in the worst yeah. of their lives, and that's the, what that motherfucker wanted to do.
4: But in his Crazy mind, bitch. but in his mind, he's using the best methods available right. and doing that at the peak performance. Now, how because, as an
0: actor could you do that, yeah, James? of course.
4: Because if you're a doctor, if you're going to a doctor and something has to be cut off or taken off, you don't want Slowpoke Sam being like saw, right. saw, <laughs> saw, 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 you know. No, you want easy. the dude who's like, bam! You know?
1: Poor Slowpoke Sam.
3: <laughs>
4: I always wanted to be uh, a doctor. I, and all, stuff like this also reminds me of I think it's the Star Trek 4 where they're going back in time for the whale to. I just fell them. asleep yeah yeah as you should <laughs> I'm as not you a should. Star Trek <laughs> um, and uh, the doctor Dr. McCoy uh, uh, Chekhov gets hit in the head and he's knocked out and they the people of Earth in 1984 take him into an emergency room they track him down and Dr. McCoy sees Chekhov there and they're about to like cut open his skull to relieve the pressure or something and he's like you barbarians what are you doing and he takes out his tricorder and like and Chekhov's like, oh, doctor, I am good now. And then they go off and continue the adventure. <laughs> yeah. well, I just love that thing of like, they're from the 24th century. So, like, our methods so to them seem so barbaric. I, like, yeah. 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 And I just,
5: yeah. I think what is kind of interesting to me is like that speed, at, like that being a slow, sort of precise doctor is now a good, like uh, it, with other skills or whatever, it's like, being able to make a basket is being a fast basketball player will always be true I think but right. being a fast doctor is not necessarily what you want all the time
4: well when uh i think when letterman had his heart surgery i read an article about it and they said there's there's two kinds of heart doctors there's fast good and there's fast bad there is no slow good because when you're doing that kind of surgery, you don't want to waste a lot of time. Like that's true. Be good. Let me finish my cappuccino. (laughs) Yeah, you know you got to You know you still (laughs) speed is like Mm -hmm. of the of the essence. Those Italian doctors (laughs) drinking their cappuccinos. I know. (laughs) Oh, don't get operated on in Italy.
1: We had a guest down here who like got to be involved in a heart surgery and said he held the heart. Like the doctor was like, "Here, hold the heart." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, like he was interested in becoming a surgeon at one point, and then like. Uh, it's
4: also crazy when you, when you think about, when you think about the things that we don't, I don't know, I feel like so many of us just imagine so many things, but our body is just being like, kind of like Play-Doh in a way. Yeah. Like, there's a huge, tough casing around your heart in the same way that there's a huge, tough membrane around your brain and like cutting through the skull is no, like we're in, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. there's all this stuff. Rigor that goes into all of those things. And it's like, yeah, hold the heart. It probably was still in whatever that sack is called. You know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah,
2: the closest thing to that is obviously we've both been through it in different ways. Yes. Childbirth. Yeah. Is the like only time where you're like really cognizant of all that sort of biology that we yeah. most of the time ignore. Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's so strange. Yeah. In fact, you saw more than I did. Yeah. I was yeah. my head's up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 There's a yeah, it's all good. And then at the very end you're like, what happened? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when the she should, should Yeah, out. I was going to say, should I get into it? But like when the plant placenta comes out, that's the moment where you're like, whoa. That's
2: well, and we had the same doctor, but I, oh, that's right. And yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, which, because his wife told me to go to her, but I was like, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to be t-. like, cause some women want to have a mirror when they're giving birth. I don't want like, I don't want to know what's happening. Don't tell me unless I'm dying. Like, I don't want to know anything. Uh-huh. Talk to my husband. Don't want to see it. You know,
4: if you're dying, they don't have time to tell you anything. They just have <laughs> to get true. to work.
3: <laughs>
4: we had, we had an experience almost like that oh, too. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With our second one. It was like emergency C-section. Yeah. They don't and care they, to tell you
2: anything. And they're, they're like, just, we'll communicate later. And they're
4: like, go literally. They just had to wheel her out of the room and go to the operating. Wow. Room. Yeah.
1: She told me that story once. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> that's a wild story.
4: <laughs> it's fucking <quite> intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was standing outside, you know, like they obviously wheel her in first and they put me in the, 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 the not the gown, but the surgical scrubs. Whatever. Oh yeah. And, um, I had to stand outside the door until they were done doing the surgery, presumably. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I'm standing there and I see like three nurses come hauling ass down the hallway. And the first thing in my head was like, "Where are they going? <laughs> well, they're yeah. coming to me. Like they're only going in there." It was like such a weird yeah. disconnect. Thank God like... you
2: didn't have Slowpoke Sam as your doctor, oh,
4: <laughs> or Slowpoke Sally as the nurse. Yeah, yeah. just sauntering down the hallway. <laughs> I'll get there when yeah, I'm ready. When I'm
2: done with my
3: cappuccino. I'm talking real, 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 real.
0: Hey, I was thinking about um taking uh McGaffrey's dog and like doing some surgeries on it. <laughs> What? <laughs> I was thinking about taking Old Man McCaffrey's dog and performing some surgeries on it.
1: Man, you are really sneering when you say that.
4: What are you talking about? It's
1: a, about? it's, I don't know, it's a little weird, Of it's a weird dog, but I don't think it needs surgery. You're, hey, Becky.
4: What? Are you still planning on doing some surgeries on Old Man
1: McCaffrey's dog?
0: Yeah, if you yeah. want to come watch. Well, I
1: got you that LASIK machine
4: you wanted.
0: Shit, yeah, I want to get those cataracts out of that dog's eyes.
4: That dog's going to see like fucking nobody's business. What is the tone here?
0: <laughs> what are you talking about?
4: Are, do
1: you want to help the dog or not? Yeah, that dog's yeah. going to be able to see and hunt again. Yeah,
0: I'm going to perform some fucking
1: cataract surgery on that goddamn dog. You're just playing with a lighter when you said <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, oh, fire. Look That's at how that.
1: how she stays focused. She yeah. stares at the flame.
0: That's okay, like okay. old technology, but I'm going to use new technology like a LASIK machine.
1: I would say if you told old man McClutcher that you had a LASIK machine, he might let you just use it on the dog. I don't,
0: uh, are you an the- idiot? I'm 14!
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. Just
5: taking my dog for a walk. Hey, old man McCaffrey. Oh, that dog's prime hey, for how, surgery. How are you guys can doing? You, can
4: you, can you tell me about, can you leave the dog right here and come
5: tell me about when you were a kid? Okay, yeah, he can't see well, and that's the way I like it. So, <laughs> stay right there, boy. Get over here.
4: Let's go way over here to this right park bench. There. Just the guy, just come over here. and okay. like, Tell me what yeah. it's like when you were twelve.
5: <laughs> when I was twelve, you could get chocolate at the grocery store. Put these scrubs
0: <laughs> Put these scrubs on.
1: Okay. Quick,
5: quick! Put the
0: scrubs on. The scrubs on. <laughs> okay. It's
1: a LASIK machine. You got to okay. plug yeah, in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, um, now here's a needle. Now give him. Make sure he has a good IV drip.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, get that fucking dog dripping Get Lucky that, I dripping watch, that uh, dog, yeah okay Yeah, alright, All right, look at him, okay. okay He's about to pass out so Yes. That
5: about covers it from years 12 to 16 stop!
4: Whoa, stop! Hey, Holy Mr. McCaffrey, God. come over here by the fountain And tell me about, like, the first time you turned 17
5: Okay <laughs> The first time I turned 17 <laughs> Great <laughs>
0: Okay, I finally Boy. got the. I got the first one lasicked. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. you did.
1: He's looking right at it. Scalpel. <laughs> Scalpel. Laser stuff. Are, are you gonna? Oh, I see.
0: Uh, thank you. Okay.
4: okay.
5: <laughs> Oops, that was the second time I turned
1: seventeen. Let me go back. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, go back. <clears throat>
1: Surprise! This dog is. <clears throat> So it still has a will to live. <laughs> oh, no, he's stuff. doing
4: great. You're doing uh, great, puppy. Uh,
1: great, yeah. This dog is kind of taking oh, oh, to hold this.
4: Hold on, Mr. McCaffrey. How big was your cell phone back then?
5: <laughs> well, it was big enough you could ride it to work.
1: <laughs> I think old man McCaffrey's insane. Maybe we should put this dog down instead. You, th- you think we should put the dog down? <laughs> oh God. Why not? I don't know. It's weird. Is this dog reading a mammoth play? He
3: can see! Hey, what are you kids doing? Oh, nothing, nothing. nothing.
5: Did you give my dog LASIK surgery? Yeah, yeah, whatever. What's it to you? I didn't want him to be able to see good because he wants to be an actor. (laughs) You owe me (laughs) $12,000. $12,000? Son of a... uh, Giant bills. (laughs) I can't use these clowns. These are old money. Oh... <sighs> Great. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Now we got an aspiring dog actor. You know what those dog acting classes are going to cost me? When he was blind, <laughs> he didn't want to do it. He just wanted to play the piano.
1: <laughs> You're insane.
3: <laughs>
0: man, man, I'm on a court. high right now. Performing surgery and making a dog see.
1: <sighs> you
5: kids. Squit meddling in my business. Squit?
4: <laughs> Squit
5: meddling in my business. Hey, hey, uh,
4: if you guys aren't going to drink wine or something, can you get off the
3: course, please?
1: <laughs> Sam, come on, buddy. Get in the ambulance. We got to go.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> what,
1: Sam. Was there a call or something? Yes. The, hence, the, that was why the bell was ringing. Uh, hey, there's hang a. Hang on,
4: hang on. Let me get my shoes. (laughs) Sam, you should have your shoes on. I told you. I took them off because they're not comfortable. (sighs) These are my working shoes. They're not my relaxing shoes. Hang on. You're not relaxing at work. What is this? And you've got in this area. This is my robe, (laughs) and these are my meditation CDs. The robe. The meditation CDs. These are my figurines. I'm building. Look, that one looks like that one looks like Mark Ruffalo. Right. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it's, we, I know, get, kind of. It's not done yet. But it's like, Oh, hang on. Let me finish this up first. Give like, me hey, like, a minute. Give me a minute to finish up. This
1: got curly hair. It's no, hard. No, you can't finish the miniature. We have to go to a call. There's a woman that fell.
4: So she fell. Yeah. She already fell. She's not falling or about to fall. So we got time.
1: No, we don't have. <laughs> she's at the bottom of the steps. She's an old lady. It could be bad. Could Cut be, to the
2: nursing home. Ma'am, everything's gonna be okay. The medics are on the way. I think oh. your hip might be broken, so please just, just, just keep laying there.
5: Okay, mm, I'll try to get. Up. No, no, no,
0: ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. I think your hip might be broken, oh. so please just, just. All I'm asking you to do is keep laying there.
5: Laying there slowly just
0: lay <laughs> just la- ma'am we are- keep laying there
5: I'm trying I just am working on my figurines we're putting them together slowly ma'am
2: were you working on your figurines
5: while you were coming down the stairs yes well, I-, I was in a bit of a hurry
2: Ma'am, I think that might be why you fell, because you were working on your figurines.
5: Well, now that I'm already on the ground... Can I keep working on them?
2: As long as you just lay there and, and 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 listen, I don't have time. I have to go pick up my son from school. What? So I, I'm just saying, I, I, I just happened to be a passerby, I saw you fall. Oh. I think you broke your hip. I'm trying to stay here with you, but my son is about to get out of the kindergarten. I can't like be late for him, but I don't want you to get up. So just play with your figure. I don't know. Play with okay. Play
0: with your figurines.
5: Okay, I won't get up. I'll just lie here. I have mom ground. issues. Okay? Oh, okay. I had a bad
2: relationship with my mother.
5: Okay. And this
2: is reminding me of it.
5: Maybe we can work through it.
2: <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if I have time for that.
5: Uh, is, is this the? Is this
4: the lady who fell? Yes, she fell. Uh, do I need to stay? Do well, I to yeah. Stay I just need to get some information from you. Just uh, hold on. Let me get my pen out. Did I hear you say you have mom issues?
2: Yes. I don't see what this has bearing. She she huh. fell down the stairs. She was yeah. distracted by figurines. My mom being an alcoholic has nothing to do with this.
4: No. Take her on a cruise or something. What? All right. (laughs) What? If you have if if you have an alcoholic mom and you have mom issues, a cruise is a great choice.
2: A place for her to get drunk. Thank you for bringing that up.
4: Yeah, she gets drunk in basically an enclosed location. She can't wander the streets. Is broken. Yeah, it'll heal eventually
5: eventually yeah bones knit over time will i have time to finish this mark ruffalo figurine <laughs> wow that is how did you get the hair so oh i've been struggling with it here's my mark ruffalo oh yeah yeah that's not bad the trick it's is you want to go yeah it looks like you went spotlight i went zodiac <laughs>
2: Do I have to stay here right now? Because my son is about to get out of school and I don't like for him to like come out and my car not be there.
5: You can leave if you don't want to know how
4: she got Mark Ruffalo's hair right.
2: <coughs> I That's certainly don't you. want to know that.
4: <laughs> I mean.
2: My mom was obsessed with the Hulk. Modern day. Jesus
1: Christ, Sam. You got me carrying this whole stretcher by myself. <laughs> Check out her figurine. I, you're kidding me. Is this your, are you related? <laughs> I mean, in spirit, look at that Ruffalo she did. Hair's much better. <clears throat> right, right Thank you. All right, ma'am. Let's get you up on the gurney. Let's stabilize you here. Give me the figurines. Just release them. Just release them. Great. Don't lose it. Yeah, I won't. Don't.
5: We'll just Just probably leave them here on the sidewalk. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I'm in the inside the nursing. Put it in your pocket. Are you not in pain?
5: I am a little bit. At my age, you've got more things to worry about than your hip, and it's leaving a legacy. Yeah, you can't leave that on the sidewalk. I was going to maybe put it inside. With
4: the, the first Ruffalite that comes by is going to snatch that up. Are you kidding me? Ruffalite? Mark Ruffalo fans. <laughs> Ruffalites.
1: I didn't. I never heard of that.
4: What do you, what do you like so Ruffalo? much about
1: Mark Ruffalo? Have you not oh. seen him? I've seen a couple of the Avengers movies.
4: Uh, you, come on, you gotta dig deep I I don't have time You gotta see that movie you did with Laura Linney
5: The kids are alright?
4: I think so <laughs> I'm bad with titles don't. I usually get to the movies late And so I miss the <laughs> openings of the movie So I yeah. don't see the title screen I just see like from five minutes in Onward mm. But I stay for the entire Credit sequence at the end
1: We cut forward in time. They've just watched it on an iPad. (laughs) It's amazing, Uh, right? It's not bad. It's kind of an interesting, I don't know, look at modern family.
5: Cut
2: forward in time uh, to the (laughs) hospital where finally the old lady gets there. uh, Ma'am, I'm really sorry they didn't get your hip in time, so you're going to have to cut your body in half from the waist down. What? We didn't. (laughs) <laughs> the ambulance took too long what? to get. No,
4: to you. there is no. there is nope. an upside, man. There is an upside, man. No, no. Uh, The the doctor who is going to be performing the surgery is a secret doctor. It's Mark Ruffalo.
5: <laughs> to be, if I can be honest, I'm a secret actor, and I've had a dream of being in a secret oh. scene with Mark Ruffalo. Well, but I would love to keep my legs. <laughs> you can keep them embalmed yeah, next to the separate, bed. Separate
2: from you. But, really
5: I, was be, I was just I was just acting as an old lady. <laughs> your, My your, leg should be fine.
2: No, no, no. Your hip <laughs> is actually
5: so broken that we have to just... What? We have to... What is it called? I'm method acting. <laughs> uh, can't I unmethod it?
4: Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> These x-rays, they've knitted together. She somehow
5: unmethoded her injury.
4: <sighs> wow.
0: You are an amazing actor.
5: Now I will do that scene with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> do I still get to do the scene with?
4: No, if there's no surgery, Wait, he can't what? be a secret doctor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh!
2: Now
0: this is this
1: is even a worse thing? We're gonna have to cut. Do I your... get to do a scene with Mark?
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, stop breaking yourself! No, don't. Nobody. Gets scene with Mark. If anybody breaks one more bone, no scenes with Mark.
1: I just, I just broke, just broke my toe. Gun. No! <laughs> I got a gun? No, no! No, don't you! Bring Ruffalo in here. I'm a Ruffalite.
4: <laughs> Bring him in! You're a late Ruffalite.
0: Hey, guys. I'm Mark Ruffalo.
3: Whoa.
0: I, uh... I've been in a lot of movies. Uh, I'm doing an impression of someone else, but don't Worry, I'm Mark Ruffalo.
4: It looks exactly
1: like you.
0: Because it is me.
1: The hair is weird.
0: I have weird hair. (laughs) Oh, man. Remember when I used to be uh,
4: like a (laughs) heartthrob?
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah.
4: Sort of, yeah. Now you're just, I mean, now I think most people just think of you as, you know, the
3: Hulk.
0: Oh, man. Can I tell you Ruffle, a secret? Mm. I hate being the Hulk. What? I what? love doing indie movies.
3: Yeah. That now
0: sense. I just have to. I, I I barely even get to do the whole movie. I do half a movie. The other half is a CGI version of me. I mean, come on, that's not me.
5: Are you? That's not you. Are you a secret? Are you really an actor?
0: Um, I'm actually a secret. Um,
5: <laughs> are you monster. a secret? Are you a secret Hulk?
4: <laughs> Don't. Empty. Does it make you mad if we ask you these questions?
3: Whoa. Whoa. What the fuck? Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm fine.
0: Oh, I don't know. I am the hell
1: cut to the Academy Awards.
0: I loved winning that award.
1: I'll take you home. Thank you so much for doing the Meet Improv. A pleasure having you. Yeah, thank you both for coming on. This Uh, is so fun. um, uh, Let's plug stuff. Rebecca, what do you you got?
2: Uh, Please watch Glow Season 2 on Netflix, June 29th. And then you can watch it after June 29th, too. But watch it. And follow me on all the things at HelloRebecca. It's with two Ks. I like
1: followers. (laughs) That'll be in the show notes if you want to follow her. Uh, Uh,
4: I would say follow me on Twitter, but all I do is Retweet people who are mad at Donald Trump (laughs) So like Lawrence Tribe And stuff like that, so it's not a great Twitter feed (laughs) And my Instagram feed is Private, and it's only for people who know my kids
3: This is good, this is really good I'm going to say
4: watch Glow on June 29th (laughs) And you can watch it after that Uh, It's a really good show Yeah. So do that, and then um, like Tell people that I told you to watch it So that when it gets back to Rebecca She knows that I was effective in helping to promote I'll
2: the send show. you 1% of my residuals.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> and if and if you're in New York for DCM20, oh, yeah. This is the one thing I could oh, like. Yeah. Uh come see mother. We're doing two shows actually. We're doing an 11:30 show on the on the Saturday of the DCM at the new Hell's Kitchen uh-huh. theater. Oh cool. Um, and then we're doing a, sp- a special Oh, I should know all this stuff. <laughs> Six thirty show at something your other theater. Google it. Google yeah. it. Go it's to the website. Job. It'll all be there. But yeah, if you if you go, uh, you can see Mother do our show. Wish I knew what we were doing. <laughs> I don't yet. It's like a week, two weeks away, and it's like, I think we're doing a soundtrack. Yeah. And then at the Hell's Kitchen, I don't know what we're doing.
2: The good thing is, for improv, you don't have to plan no, two weeks in don't. advance. No, you don't. Yeah. Unless we're, you've
1: got a video camera. <laughs> 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 yeah, we will literally be in the green room and
4: being like, what kind of opening do you want to do?
1: Uh, and then we won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's one thing that bums me out about not. Uh, I'm not going to DCM this year. I'm it's like coming to the you people. next year. That's true. But kind of like, I feel like it's kind of an event. Like, teams are getting back together, you know, right? Or a little bit. Like I mean, people yeah, are to the extent of,
4: that it's like a high school reunion get back together. Yeah. It's not like you're really going to, like, you know, get back together with your high school girlfriend. You're just, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> you're not going to have <laughs> awkward sex with your high school girlfriend? <laughs> no. <That's> okay, <good.
5: laughs> It's never awkward. <laughs> This is on the radio. Right <laughs> Jake um, Check out We're Gross with Gilly The third Thursday of the month At UCB Franklin And Mondegreen A Herald team
1: Great uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson On Twitter You can check out the meet On Facebook, Instagram And Twitter uh, Rate us and review us In the store It mm-hmm. helps us get more listeners well, If you're in Europe We're trying to come there In September uh, Yeah Iceland, Germany and like Scotland. Scotland. and yeah. maybe even London is has been floated. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. Uh so if you're in any of those places, uh, follow us and then we'll we we'll get all the all the info. Yeah. Um that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you
5: next time. Um <laughs>